I think I think uh, Christmas can be difficult uh, because we don't put the focus on Christ. And when we do put the focus on Christ, Christmas can be sweet. It can be tender. Uh, the 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 hassle, the shopping, the busyness seems to diminish, and the whole season takes on a sense of meaning, a sense of uh, a season that's just pregnant with with meaning and significance uh, because it's it's much more than just purchases and, and travel, but it's really something about who God is, and because I understand who God is, I understand who I am. This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I am thrilled to be joined by best-selling author Max Lucado. Max, are you there? I am. Thank you very much, Taylor. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate uh, hearing from you. So you've got a brand new book coming out called Because of Bethlehem, right? It, I do, I do. Yeah, this year, uh, my, my, I usually write a book each year, and this year uh, is an idea that I've had for quite some time, and that is to, to write a book about Christmas uh, that would uh, be a, really, really for people who don't typically read books at Christmas. We get so busy, you know, we get so uh, caught up in the, in the uh, travel and the shopping and the parties that, that sometimes the last thing we have time to do is, is ponder the meaning of Christmas. So I thought, you know, if I could write a book that's somewhat small, uh, that's engaging, that's entertaining, uh, that has really the core message of Christmas, even the busiest person, uh, uh, during the holidays might pick it up and be reminded of the meaning of Christmas. So I, that's what I'm hoping to accomplish, and hopefully I did. That's awesome. And yeah, I can, I can totally relate to that, being busy during the holidays. So I know you've written about Christmas before because you have so many different books. How does this project differ from some of your past work about Christmas? This book really focuses just on Christmas. Uh, many books I've written have messages about the birth of Christ or or the meaning of the incarnation of Christ. Uh, but this book, from start to finish, is unique because it's just, it's just about Christmas. And so uh, the title, you know, Because of Bethlehem, is intended to uh, give, the, give the reader an opportunity to fill in that blank. You know, because of Bethlehem, how is the world different? Uh, what's unique about today? How, how is the world different today than it, than it was uh, as a result of the birth of Christ? And, and so what I'm hoping the reader will do is, is consider that and, and, and consider the way that I've answered the question, uh, but then also find some ways to answer that question themselves. That's wonderful. Now, you said because of Bethlehem, and you hope that people fill in the blank of like what the birth of Jesus has meant for the world. For you, what, what difference does that make? Well, I, I think if I were to narrow it down to just a couple of phrases, Taylor, it would be, because of Bethlehem, I believe God saves me and God understands me. You, you can build a life on those two thoughts. Uh, God saves me. Even the name Jesus comes from a name that means God saves. And uh, God doesn't just save us from taxes or, or bad days or grumpy bosses. But he saves us from our sins. That was the message of the angel to Mary. Uh, you shall name him Jesus uh, 
because he will save the people from their sins. And, and so that, that's the big promise, that God saves us. He's, he comes to save us for eternity, save us for a new life, save us for a fresh start. And then he understands us. There's, there's never a time in, 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 in our lives in which we offer a prayer that, that God says, well, I just don't understand that, or I, I can't get that. Because he became a baby, because he became one of us, and walked on the earth, he experienced everything. So he is able to sympathize. He's able to understand. And consequently, we can talk to him. And the one who hears us uh, also understands us. Wow, that's powerful. Now, when we think about those big, really status quo changing realizations about what Jesus' birth means, do you think that Christians can sometimes forget about those in the midst of all the holiday bustle? Everybody can, and Christians can as well. Um, I'm not I'm not anti-Christmas at all. I love Christmas movies. I love Christmas shopping. I love Christmas parties. I love Christmas trips. I love Christmas music. I really do. Uh, but I do think we need to remember this is Christmas. It's not party must. <laughs> it's not uh, you know white Christmas must. It's not Rudolph the rain, Red Nose Reindeer must. I mean, all those are neat things, but the it's the Christ. It's the Christ that makes Christmas Christmas. And that's what we really need. You know, if parties are fun, shopping is nice, music is a delight, but those do not speak to our spirit. They do not touch our soul. What really touches our soul about Christmas is that great promise that God became one of us so that we could become one with him. And that's what we need to just keep coming back to over and over again. So maybe this book will serve as a tool to remind people of that and to help them remember how, Christ, how far Christ came. What do you think it looks like when people f- put the focus on Christ in Christmas? That's a great question. I think, I think uh, Christmas can be difficult uh, because we don't put the focus on Christ. And when we do put the focus on Christ, Christmas can be sweet. It can be tender. Uh, the, the, the hassle, the shopping, the busyness seems to diminish. And the whole season takes on a sense of meaning, a sense of uh, the, uh, a season that's just pregnant with, with meaning and significance. Uh, because it's, it's much more than just purchases and, and travel, but it's really something about who God is. And because I understand who God is, I understand who I am. For example, one of the one of the things that we forget is is that the advent of Christ, the first advent, uh, that that tantalizes us to be ready for the second advent. Uh, just like we believe Christ came once, we believe there's a second coming of Christ, and in many ways, it's going to be unlike the first one. You know, the the first Christmas and the first advent, Christ uh, came unnoticed, but the second time he comes, everyone is going to notice. Uh, and and so the the, the 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 preparation for the first advent uh, sets our heart ready to pre- be ready for the second. So, what are some tangible or practical ways that we as Christians can really highlight that true meaning of Christmas, the love of God to the people in our community? I think we begin by recentering ourselves with God. It's hard to love others if you don't let God love you, and if you don't love God. Uh, but then once we have recentered ourselves, uh, that is to say, once we have kind of gotten back into harmony with God, 
then I think we have a chance to extend the Christmas blessing to other people. And by, by that I mean we can do for others what Christ has done for us. We can seek to be sympathetic, just like Christ is sympathetic with us. Uh, we can make the journey uh, just like Christ made the journey. For us, it might be a journey across the street to help an elderly neighbor, or the journey across town to apologize to someone who feels offended. We can make the journey. We can, we can take action. Uh, we can reach out to the hungry and to the needy uh, because Christ has, has done the same for us. And then we can just simply be at peace. You know, the, we really need peace. Our world is in such conflict, such, such chaos, it seems. But let's remember that Christ came in the middle of a tempestuous, chaotic time. Uh, you know, King Herod, the Roman Empire, uh, the, the, the country was, at, at, uh, you know, marginalized, on the, and, 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 and Rome was oppressing the people. It was a difficult day in which to be born. It's a difficult day for us to live today, but that day in which Christ was born was even more so. Yet out of the chaos, Christ came. So let's remember that Christ can come in the midst of the chaos and even use the chaos to accomplish his purpose. Do you have any personal stories of either in your life or in the life of people around you where you've seen the hope and love and peace of Christ really bring, settle that chaos? You know, um, in our own family, um, Christmas is special uh, for, for a reason of, of sadness and a reason of hope. Uh, just a few years ago, after preaching a, an Advent sermon, uh, I came home to find my wife uh, in tears, telling me it was time to run to the hospital. And our daughter, uh, who was pregnant, uh, was having trouble with the pregnancy. And by early the next morning, uh, we knew that that, that uh, pregnancy was not going to go full term. And you know, it's a hard place to be. Emergency rooms are hard. That's a hard place to be during Christmas, and my heart broke for my daughter. And, and so for a couple of years, a Christmas carried that sadness, that stigma. But then about three years later, she told us, uh, <laughs> on a, at an, after another Christmas Eve service, she told us to come over to the house, and we had a big party, and she unveiled the gender of our now uh, little granddaughter. Uh, and so, you know, the Christmas was difficult, but God redeemed that. And, and, and I'm sympathetic with people who find Christmas to be difficult. It, it can be a reminder of what they've lost or what they don't have. But it can also be a reminder that, that God's gift of grace is a gift that offsets any loss or any difficulty that we might have had. I was going to say, do you have a word of encouragement to anyone who might be struggling through the holiday season this year? You know, Christmas seems to bring out the best of the best times and the worst of the bad times. And if you're going through a time this year where Christmas is, is just, the, just the most difficult time. If you, there, there used to be an old country western song. I'm going to date myself now, but uh, Merle Haggard uh, years ago used to sing a song, If We Make It Through December, uh, because December can be the worst time of the year. And it really can. It really can. Uh, you know, problems just seem more difficult at Christmas. Hospital just seems more lonely at Christmas. Convalescent home seems more isolated at Christmas. But remember, if you're in one of those situations, that Jesus entered your world, and the world into which he entered, in Bethlehem, 
in a manger. Uh, it, it was as every bit as remote and even more so as yours might be. And yet he did that. He became one with us so that we can become one with him. So let this be the Christmas. If nothing else is going right for you, let this be the Christmas you focus on what is going right, and that is God loves you and God understands you. Thank you for sharing, Max. If people want to pick up your new book, Because of Bethlehem, where can they do so? I think it's in every store. I know it's on Amazon, so just about any place that carries books, they'll find it. Excellent. And if people want to follow you on social media or see what you're up to, do you have any accounts available? Uh-huh. MaxLocato.com. It's all right there. Excellent. Uh, would you mind praying us out? Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you can use us, uh, even though we're broken vessels and though we're far from perfect. Uh, you are good, and your message is perfect. And we pray that this can be a Christmas, that somebody finds you and understands that you do love them, and you do understand them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to Max Lucado on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor, and thanks for joining us. Imagine joining 20,000 other young adults to encounter Jesus together for worship, teachings, and ministry in the power of the Spirit. It's going to happen December 28th through the 31st, when the One Thing 2016 conference comes to the Kansas City Convention Center, featuring Mike Bickle, Bill Johnson, Todd White, Misty Edwards, Alan Hood, Corey Russell, and Bethel Music's Jonathan David and Melissa Helser, plus extended worship, teaching of the Word, and ministry in the power of the Spirit to see lives changed. Gather to learn and live with abandon and devotion to Christ with speakers Mike Bickle, Bill Johnson, and Todd White. One Thing 2016 will be an amazing time to encounter Jesus. Ticket information is at ihopkc.org slash one thing 2016. That's ihopkc.org slash one thing 2016. And now back to our show. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.